Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How to analyze your mistakes in sales. Hi and welcome to Sales is Easy podcast. Uh, this is a place where we try to demystify and simplify the sales process for you to be able to truly believe that sales can be easy. And I firmly believe sales is easy if you know what you're doing, if you take your time to prepare yourself to learn about the newest techniques and strategies that we try to bring it to you in this podcast. And of course, if you are persistent and if you work on your resiliency and on your growth mindset. My name is Alan Meyer. I'm your host and I've been now actually 30 years in sales and last 15 years in sales training and still feeling the pulse of the sales industry. I was lucky and I'm honored to be able to deliver my trainings around the globe in 42 different countries. I train people from 122 different countries as well, visiting to the places where we had the training. And uh, I've been to all six continents. And one common thing I noticed with salespeople around the world is this. They are making mistakes and they are repeating their mistakes. And guess what? There is no shame in making mistakes. We all do it. It's part of being human. It's part of being living being, right? But here is one big thing. What are the steps to analyze your mistakes, not to repeat them? This is the topic today in this podcast. I hope I'll give you great ideas and good tools. And of course, after listening to it, uh, reach out to me via LinkedIn or uh, or here on the website, on the podcast website, salesiseasy.com. And let me know what do you think and how you analyze your mistakes. And please just don't be like one of those sales guys who say, I never make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But more important thing is, what do you do after you make a mistake? Or more importantly, how do you make sure that you will not repeat your mistakes? Because many salespeople, uh, they are repeating the mistakes over and over and then they blame the customer, the market, the managers, anybody but themselves. So let's start with that and let's really learn how to analyze uh, your mistakes. And then more importantly, learning what not to do is also important part of developing your sales career. So one more time, there is no shame in making mistakes. I did it. We all did, did it. And actually, I have to share one quick story. My manager for almost 25 years ago, it was a great German guy. He told me, if you've never been fired from sales job, <laughs> you really never been in sales. I was fired twice throughout my sales career. Of course, it's always somebody else's fault, right? Yeah, but it's, uh, you know, sometimes you don't fit in the system. And uh, 
I can I can say it's a blessing in disguise later because I learned so much from my mistakes, what I was doing wrong, and then correcting my mistakes, correcting my personal weak points to be able to grow within the sales. So you cannot expect yourself or anyone else to be perfect. But what is bad is when you make a mistake in sales and you do not take any of the lessons you could have learned from that experience and apply it to your life, to your sales career, that's what's really bothering me because if you are not learning from your mistakes and you're making the same errors over and over and ignoring the opportunity to learn from your missteps, these are the crucial problems, not just for salespeople, for anyone, but for salespeople I met throughout my career, many sales guys, and they're always pointing finger towards somebody else, never towards themselves. So how exactly should you learn from your mistakes in sales? Here's a quick step-by-step -step guide to analyzing your setbacks. Let's start with step one. Recognize and accept that you messed up. For many salespeople, this is the most crucial step because we are so conditioned to think mistakes are wrong, mistakes are bad. So we bend over backwards trying to ignore, trying to blame others, including customers, right? Or otherwise pretend like we did nothing wrong, like we are perfect. Please, I urge you, stop blaming life. Quit shifting attention to something or someone else, other department, delivery, I don't know, your support, your tech support, whoever it is, accounting even, right? And start owning your mistake and, more importantly, your personal role in making it. Whether it was intentional or accidental, it doesn't matter. You can learn a lot from what has happened, but you must start with full accepting, acceptance of what has happened. So step one is this, recognize and accept that you messed up. Step two, now look for possible causes. And notice I said possible cause and emphasize that there may be more than one cause for this problem. Not everything that led up to your mistake, maybe you're doing or even something that you can't control, right? Delivery time, it can be done by the headquarter and things are changing, things are fluid. It's fine. The things are sometimes out of our control, but it's essential to look at it all big picture what precisely what specifically happened that was the problem let me stop here i had customers who say oh you guys never do anything right and when i dr drill a dig deeper okay what specifically happened to blame the company i was working then big big telco big big actually a software company then uh, what specifically happened give me the details so i know what happened but he was generalizing always and always generalizing and you know it's just impression it's a personal opinion but it doesn't mean that there was a real problem. So ask yourself what specifically happened that was the problem. Is this something you have done before? Is this something somebody else did before to you? Has a similar mistake happened previously? Or is this part of a larger pattern? One of my clients, they always had problems with delivery. And I knew if they say 30 days, it's going to be 60 days. But that's actually not fair to me as a client. Like you tell me then, you know what? We cannot deliver in 30. It's going to be 60 days later. Fine. But then stick to what you said. Own your vocabulary. Own your story, right? But if, if they repeat mistakes and if you, if you experience similar mistakes happening previously or part of a larger pattern, then guess what? Things need to change. So another question is, were there circumstances beyond control that you could have planned for? 
If you know that you're not getting goods on time, they're always going to be delivered. Then don't promise your customers they're going to get it in 30 days if you know it's impossible to do that, right? Be honest with them. Say, listen, I, can, I plan for 30 days, but based on previous experience, it's going to be maybe 40, 45 days, right? So think about the things that you cannot control, but you can plan for how to minimize the damage with your customers. Next one, next part, still part of, of step number two. Are your personal bad habits contributing to the error? I know, we all think we are perfect. I worked with one guy and he was always waiting till last second to notify customers that something's going to be delayed. I said, guess what? Like if you have a meeting on Friday, don't wait till Friday afternoon to call them, let them know that things are going to be delayed. Tell them on Wednesday, tell them earlier. Just think about your personal bad habits that are contributing to the error or, 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 or even communication channels to be shut down. Were the other people involved? And if so, what was their role? I mean, it's easy to point the finger. Oh, delivery guys or tech support or this and that if you work in a, in a complex sales environment. Or even if you work for a small company, still, you can always point the finger. But guess what? Do you have a preconceptions about the cause that are preventing you from seeing other possibilities? That, you know, maybe you can jump on board. Maybe you can be proactive in terms of trying to find out how to avoid this kind of mistakes in the future. So looking at the problem from all sides and multiple perspectives can help. Don't steer away from that. Please spend a little time, try to see it from all sides. I play chess and actually I've been to some tournaments when I was much younger and I was always surprised in early stages of my chess career. Why would my opponent come and walk around me and see the things from behind my back? And then I realized, well, he wants to see the perspective, how I see the things. Same things. Try to put yourself in your customer's shoes. Try to see the things from his or her point of view. I'm not saying you should approve it, but try to see, try to walk in their shoes. Then you will be able to understand the possible causes of mistakes that are are happening regularly. So after that, step three would be look for the mismatch. Most of the time, you can figure out what went wrong with a deal, especially in more complex sales situations. When you look at what you expected to happen versus what actually happened. And we know, like if you ask salespeople when they want to close the deal, well, if not today, then tomorrow, right? But sometimes if sales cycle is longer, if you deal with lots of decision makers, if your sales cycle usual time is like 12 to 18 months, guess what? You cannot expect things to happen in three months. Sometimes it can happen if things are really aligned. But generally, don't expect that. You know, just what you expect to happen versus what actually happened. Think about it. Why did you think that would occur? How did you imagine things happening? Of course, what's the realistic point of view? And how does this compare with what led to your mistake? So evaluating your expectations versus reality of the situation often leads you straight to where things went astray, which helps helps you find the culprit. So we did look for the mismatch. Now, what do we do next? Step four, evaluate yourself as an outsider. Try to look at what you did from someone else's perspective. Like try to put yourself in a marketing person or a buyer person or a buyer point of view, or uh, it could be from delivery guys, tech support guys, internal teams, doesn't matter. What would they say you did wrong? How would they judge your choices, your decisions, or even your beliefs about the situation? What strengths helped you in this situation? And does this mistake reveal any weakness in your personal sales knowledge, selling skills, or even traits that you have? 
So evaluate yourself, get out of your body, so to say. In my resilience training, actually, we have a big exercise uh, about uh, being impartial observer. I call this IO model. Where we do the exercise where we are uh, analyzing five parts of the situation, but as an impartial observer. And it's hard for many people to be impartial. Let's talk human, let's normal. But if you don't evaluate the situation as an outsider, it's going to be extremely hard to find out the pattern of behavior and uh, find out what mistakes you make. Next step, step five, gather information about what to do next. So learn as much as you can about alternatives, possible remedies, ways to make up to your clients for the mistake, right? And other information that will help you put the situation right or make better choices next time. Talk to other people, talk to your colleagues, talk to your bosses, talk to your other departments or talk to your customers. Nothing wrong with that. Tell them, listen, looks like we did something wrong. Or I did something wrong. If you do something wrong, admit it, own it, saying, but more importantly, be proactive about it. Let's see what we can do about it. Here's what I suggest. When I was director of sales, I was always mad at my team members when they come with a problem without any solutions. And the rule was don't bring the monkey to, the, to my office and drop the monkey on my table. I want you to take your monkey with you, which means if you bring a problem, bring me two, three solutions, and then we can talk about it. But don't just expect as a manager, as a director, to sort out your problems. Be proactive about it, right? Talk to me if you have an issue, but let's see, let's find two, three ways how to handle the situation. Also, when you talk to other people involved, your customers, listen to their insights. Uh, you know what? Sometimes when you do a post-mortem with your customers, you get so much, so many good information. And, you know, clients who not who don't buy from you, they can share good information with you to understand for you in the future not to repeat those mistakes. Right. So ask experts, uh, experts or mentors what they think you should do. Ask your manager, ask the company owner, anybody, even your customers, what we should do. You know, you don't need to accept everything they say, but sometimes you find the golden nugget and they will give you some good insights into the cause of your mistakes. Talk to others who are good at learning from setbacks to gain their views. Reach out to coaches, to trainers, to anybody. Like reach out to me if you need some help. I'll, 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 let's jump on a call. Let's talk about it. Let's see, you know, what, what can you learn from your setbacks? What can you learn from my mistakes? And I, I did, I made few right in my sales career. And what can be learned from that? Nothing wrong. Like oh, keep your mind open. That's a part of growth mindset, right? and part of developing your resilience as well. And now the last step, step six is this, apply what you learn to a new plan. So how can you use everything you're learning in this process moving forward? What will you do in a similar situation with your customers in the future? How are you working to fix your personal poor habits that contribute to the problem, if the habits are the case here? And what perspectives have you gained from your customers or from your colleagues that we allow you to look differently at similar problems next time around. So what action are you going to take to apply your new learning to make up for your error or even better, to prevent future difficulties and future mistakes? So again, there's no shame in making mistakes, but it's all about how to analyze your mistakes in sales. Let me repeat all six steps. So first we start with recognize and accept that you messed up. It's hard for some people with big egos, right? But, you know, accept that you messed up. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. That Nobody's expecting you to be perfect. Even your company that you work for, they don't expect you to be perfect. Next one is look for possible causes. 
and try to find out what's the real cause of, of the mistakes. Then next step, step three, look for the mismatch. Evaluate yourself as an outsider and then gather information about what to do next. Don't just jump and try to sort it out. Gather information first and then last step is apply what you just learned to a new plan, to a new situation so you're not repeating your mistakes. Thank you for listening. I hope I gave you some good ideas in this podcast uh, how to analyze your mistakes in sales. And again, if, uh, if you have any issue, any comment, any question, any concern about this topic, let me know. Reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to answer your questions in the upcoming podcast. And if you need, if you need somebody to listen to you, reach out to me. We'll book a 30-minute call and we can talk about uh, you know, where you are today, where you want to be and how to get from point A to point B be saying that uh, i can only say thank you for listening and please subscribe to this podcast because we are bringing lots of good stuff something that's beyond the usual sales training uh, something that's talking more about developing your grit mental toughness resilience uh, change your fixed mindset to growth mindset and of course how to handle uh, uh, difficult customers difficult situations how to overcome skepticism uh, that your customers have and of course how to uh, overcome stalling from your customers right because you know they will always stall thank you for listening this is alemire for sales is easy podcast and happy selling ever thought about starting your own podcast do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world well now it's easier than ever with electricast hi i'm mark netter and i'm peter ravelson we're the founders of electricast media whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one join electricast to grow your audience monetize your content and build your community with our simple sign up you get free promotion world-class analytics premium ads and personal support go to electricast.com and join our community today Electricast, transform your influence. Electricast. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the city of angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. Electric acid.